Quantum Conversations, your portal to the inner realms. Access infinite possibilities, infinite mastery, and infinite love. Mind-expanding, heart-opening conversations with some of the greatest spiritual teachers, luminaries, and healers of today's world. Usher in new earth by living in your sacred heart. Quantum Conversations is brought to you by AcousticHealth.com, home of music from the universe, online healing retreats, and this program. Claim your free registration to daily shows at AcousticHealth.com. AcousticHealth.com, your portal to the inner realms. Our program starts shortly. Welcome to another Quantum Conversation, brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and I invite you to sit back as we enter the Quantum Realm, that space of the greater part of you. It is your connection to infinite possibilities, infinite potential, and infinite mastery. And we are getting in the quantum realm today when we're talking about this new technology, so to speak, this new 5D expression that actually allows us to self-love and heal ourselves. And so we're talking about the power of self-love as we discuss how to become healthier and heal anything. My guest today is living proof of this work that she actually brings forth in the world. She is living it, and she's sharing it with all of us today. Let's welcome Cristalia Marie to Quantum Conversations. Cristalia, thank you for being here. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Lauren. I look forward to sharing with you and the listeners. It should be a lot of fun today. Yes, it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to talk about this work that you offer, and it really does involve your awakening. And again, this is something that if you had to predict in your life, you probably wouldn't have predicted that you'd be doing something like this, but your personal journey led you here, and you are very bold to step out and do it. And this involves the work that you bring forward with Christographs and also your own healing journey. So let's begin there with your awakening experience that actually came from this healing journey that you were on. Okay. Um, You know, my father was a professional artist, and nothing any of us kids could do was good enough. And Mm. the final straw for me was that I drew this rose, and it was so perfect that he insisted I traced it and wouldn't let me let me uh, speak about it at all. And to, so I decided I couldn't draw anything. Mm. And uh, so fast forward many years later, and here I am drawing Christographs. But there's another piece to this, and that was I was introduced to uh, Reiki back in the mid-'90s, while I was kind of on my seeking journey. And when we got to the symbols in Reiki, I dismissed Reiki because I said, 
don't need symbols for healing. You just transmit the energy. So spirit has such a sense of humor. So fast forward a few more years, and I'm on an airplane flying across country. I'm reading a book that someone had gifted me, and in the middle of the book are these symbols. And I was still in the corporate world, and I uh, got to this one symbol in the book, and I kept sobbing and sobbing, and I was sitting in first class, and my ego kicked in and said, this is embarrassing. Everyone's looking at you like probably no one noticed, right? (laughs) You know, so I quickly close the book, and then I'm sitting there, and my head goes to, oh, it can't be that simple. But every time I'd open the book and look at it, I'd start sobbing again. So I ended up leaving the corporate world shortly thereafter, uh, kind of on my spiritual seeking journey, and took a class with that woman and became one of her practitioners. And in 2001, discovered I had a golf ball-sized lump in one of my breasts. I decided that. I had already decided to pretty much dismiss the allopathic medicine route. And so I didn't ever have this lump checked other than live cell blood tests to see that it didn't have, wasn't cancerous and, uh, or that I didn't have any cancer in my blood, according to the readings. And uh, finally one day this medical intuitive said to me, you need to draw those images floating in your aura. And at the time I was living in Sedona, I'd been to all kinds of healers and nothing was changing. And I remember when she said that, I rolled my eyes and said, yeah, right, whatever, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and left. Mm -hmm. And of course, then I started getting downloaded a day later. I drew over 60 of the images the first day. And within three weeks, I had a process and symbols and removed the lump from my breast in a 20-minute process. That's fascinating. What did your doctor have to say about that? Um, Like I said, I really wasn't seeking any medical. uh, So other than the person that did the live cell test and the health practitioners I was going to, the healers and stuff I was going to, Mm -hmm. medical people don't even know about it. (laughs) Okay. This is really taking charge of of your life. So that, that is very validating for you as this is your work that you brought forth. Yeah, it really is. Um, I really basically don't do much with the allopathic medicine, Um, although recently I broke my leg. And, yes, I did go have them x-ray it and check it, so I'm not Mm -hmm. totally crazy. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, I trust my guidance, and I use these symbols and the the processes I receive for all of my own healing. And that's why I'm willing to share it with others because I know it works. (laughs) Yes, you know it works. Yes, absolutely. And so then um, how did you get it out to the world then? You you started sharing it with people or you were using it more in your life? Because this is very bold to to bring something like this forward, right? And, Mm -hmm. you know, as a light worker, what was that like for you? Well, it was pretty challenging at the beginning. So at first what happened was I shared that particular symbol and a small process with the medical intuitive because she had a spider bite from a brown recluse bite, uh, brown recluse spider. And she had healed it, but there was still poison she sensed in her arm. So I walked her through a process and she insisted that all the poison was removed in one session. Again, we don't go to medical people so we don't have any like 
restless in that way, but all of her problems with that arm went away after that. And then what happened was I started having different ailments that I recognized, like a bladder infection, and then um, I had an appendix attack at one point, and various things. And each time I would ask, well, is there a symbol for that? Is there a process for it? And within 15 to 20 minutes of having the symbol and the process, the problem would go away. And it was about eight months when I finally said, okay, I think I'm tired of being the guinea pig here. <laughs> you need to send me other people that want to experience this. So I started working with friends and a few other people and finally decided I needed to write a book and get the work out into the world. It was making that much difference in everybody's life. Yes, and this is what we mean by a 5D technology, really, because uh, these symbols, have you been able to intuit or um, discover what makes them so powerful? What is it that brings this healing process into order? Well, it's a combination of things. So it's a combination of the energy of the images, which basically what I've been guided to say is that they replace and repair damaged energy within our body. Mm. So um, as an example, looking at how I removed the lump from my breast, that particular image looks like a jellyfish. So there's like a visualization process along with the image itself that does part of it. Mm -hmm. The other piece is <clears throat> I work with people's chakras and their beliefs and their underlying emotions so that it's a full spectrum of things we're working on. It's not just the symbol itself taking care of it because what I have found is I can fix something, but if I don't look at the underlying pieces that go with it, it comes back if I just use the symbol. So sometimes in an emergency, we'll use the symbol quickly to get things going, but then I encourage people to go back and look at, okay, what what was it underlying that created it? So let's use my broken leg as an example. I found that I, ha I exude lots of confidence out into the world, but internally I didn't feel as confident, and that's what that was all about for me. So I started working right away as I was sitting in the hospital with working on my confidence. So mm. I I really find that if we work on all the parts instead of just the energetic part, that we get far better results. Yes, that really is the holistic approach that gives definition to that word, holistic. Mm-hmm. Well, Absolutely. you... Your work is, uh, you you know, you are kudos to you because, you know, this work that you do, it has put you beside, you know, some pretty big hitters, Wayne Dyer, Mark Victor Hansen, Deepak Chopra. You co-authored a book with them, and that's um that's pretty good for you. That's that's very good, very nice. So it's getting some recognition out there. Right. Right. Yep, uh, I've worked with quite a few different people that um, have have experienced the work and like that and wanted to be part of it. So, yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And I think, you know, far more important is the numbers of people, though, that aren't known <laughs> in the world that get exactly. results, too. So, 
Yes, um, that get results. And that's why that's what I mean by you being so bold to just put this out there in real service to others and share this information because these healing stories are wonderful and it is the validation that something is going on. So what is this connection that you've been able to identify? We're going to really talk about self-love. That really is the key. We talk a lot about self-love on this program. But can you share a little bit more about that requirement in this healing process? Well, to me, it is a huge part of the process. And the reason is because so many of us are really giving up our power to everyone around us and not really loving ourselves. And a lot of people think that self-love is about being selfish, and it is. But we have the wrong definition of selfish. <laughs> so selfish is not self-centered, but it's taking care of yourself, loving yourself to the point that you take care of your own needs. But it doesn't mean that you don't take into consideration the people that you're involved with and in relationships with and friendships with and all of that but you make sure your own needs are being taken care of. And way too often, especially women, but it's true with everyone, but more, more, more so with women, we take care of everybody else first. And we've got it backwards. And once we start to really do that, our healing really goes so much faster. <laughs> because we're taking care of what we really need, and then we can be there for other people. We can be there mm -hmm. even more powerfully for other people, really. So mm -hmm. um, I, li I like to use an example out of a book called The Art of Selfishness because um, so many people struggle with this idea that it's self-centered or wrong to love ourselves. And they, in this book, it shares a story where um, a man and his wife are typically go to his family for for family outings and stuff, and she has a tough time with it. She always gets into an argument with one of his family members because she doesn't really get along with them. And so finally she says to him, um, honey, I really want you to spend time with your family. I know you love your family, and I encourage you to do that. I don't want to go, and I would rather do this, and we can come back at the end of the day. We'll both be happier, things will be easier, mm -hmm. and we can have some fun in the evening. And so it just, you know, it took care of her needs and didn't say, oh, no, you can't go visit your family because I don't want to go type of thing, which is what happens quite frequently. So, you know, by doing it that way where there's a give and take, it just can be much easier and the same is true for women that have children and they constantly think they have to do it all for themselves, for their kids and their spouse and so on, to the point we actually push people away <laughs> mm -hmm. instead of just engaging and asking for a little help. And you know what? When we do, they actually enjoy helping us, they, you know, but we do have to set some rules for ourselves to accept the way they do it, whether it's exactly the way we would do it or not. So mm -hmm. it's that kind of fine balance of taking care of our own needs and being okay with things not being exactly perfect the way we would do it. 
Yes, you said a lot there, right? And there's many facets to self-love as well, right? So the healthy boundaries is really important. Mm -hmm. And even, you know, you mentioned that in the work that you do, you deal with the chakras and the beliefs and the underlying emotions. And so this is even when we're talking about self-love, how we view ourself, to love ourself and not to criticize ourself. You know, we can all think about a feature on our body, (laughs) for example, that we're not so proud of, um, but we still have to love that. You know, for me, it's my hands. And someone said that to me one time and they they made the um, image of how important our hands are because we can do lots of things with them. So that really helped turn me around, but it, it made me really see, wow, look how deep that goes. Not, I mean, criticizing something as minor as our hands or maybe our hips or our thighs or our arms or whatever. But this is really important too. This is really key. It really is key. And too much focus is put on, I'm just going to say it, makeup and things like that. Mm -hmm. And one of the things for me was I stopped wearing makeup. I'm like, I'm beautiful the way I am. God made me perfect or spirit, whatever word. I'm so concerned about the God word. But, um, you know, I don't use makeup to be Mm -hmm. who I am. And I think we're making a big mistake these days, and we have been for a long while, actually, where we're making so much focus on that perfected body and that perfected, you know, makeup and hair and all that stuff. And you know what? We're perfect the way we were. We are. I should say yeah. we're. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I watched one of my nieces um, having her seven-year-old daughter putting makeup on, and I I about lost it. Mm. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> and this kid goes in the bathroom and touches up her makeup, and I'm like, what is that going to do to her self-esteem in the long term, you know, because mm-hmm. she thinks she's more beautiful with makeup, and she's beautiful without it. There will be more and more people who express that for her, I'm certain, hopefully, right, so she that she can so. avoid a, a lot of pain and um, criticism. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you bring up right. a really good point, and one thing I've noticed, okay, there is a television show for those who still watch TV, um, Survivor, and the folks who are on that show, of course, they're not wearing makeup, and they are actually very beautiful, um, the men and the women. And, of course, it helps to have a little bit of color, a little kiss from the sun, right, mm-hmm. um, and, right. and to look healthy and have that glow. Uh, and when you see... Uh, the people with makeup, they look like a totally different person. And it takes away from that, that glow. Like you said, you see that, that natural beauty. So let's hope that that comes back into our world as we, more and more people express no makeup. That's a bold one too. <laughs> I I think it's really important. I will confess when I do videos, um, I usually wear makeup, but it's mostly because the light causes all these glares in the photo, not because right. I need the makeup on otherwise. And I'm certain that there's different camera angles and, again, different lighting that we can mm-hmm. certainly play with and different expressions that we have. That'll come out. But, yeah, I get you, too. I don't know if I'm, I've am i ever done a video without any makeup on, but that's a challenge we could take. <laughs> there you 
Maybe we'll have a little uh, Zoom webinar where everyone just shows up with no makeup and we can be real. <laughs> right. I like right. It. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, I wanted to get back to more of the work that you do, and we can talk more about these. Uh, again, you mentioned the chakras and the beliefs and the underlying emotions. So share a little bit more about that because um, that is the energy body. And, yes, our chakras are affected. Now, actually, what I start with is working with getting the energy flowing in our chakras because what typically happens is from a very young age, as we have different experiences that cause us to shut down based on our interpretation of yes. whatever the event was, and we continue, we start repeating those patterns, we end up keeping one or more chakras closed all the time. And even when we start working to open them again, what happens is as soon as that that type of event triggers them again, they shut back down. And long term, we end up with issues of success in our life, uh, issues of health in our life that start becoming problems. So for people, as an example, that have... Um, a closed down root chakra, which is at the base of the spine there, it ends up being a situation where you either start having problems with your lower back or you start having problems with your finances because you don't feel supported. Mm-hmm. So there's all kinds of components to having a shutdown chakra. As an example, I did a lot of energy work and uh, was a millionaire when I left the corporate world and lost all of my money because what I didn't recognize was that my sacral chakra was shut down and I had a big fear of losing it all. I did. (laughs) So, um, you know, knowing how each of those chakras affect our lives both in the health standpoint as well as our success, as well as our connection and relationships and so on, can make a huge difference in our lives. And to have simple tools that help you keep those centers open just makes a huge difference. So as an example, I have one Christograph that's called the Chakra Opening and Balancing, and you literally hold it against the skin of your non-dominant hand for 20 seconds, and all of your chakras will be opened and balanced. Mm. It's that simple. <laughs> it's that simple. That's so, 5D, right? That's 5D. Oh, yeah. Something about the symbols. They're energized with your intention, and there's geometry, so much more, right? Right, right. Yeah, and I never know what they're going to look at or what they're for. I, I might start seeing some picture, and I'll just start drawing it, and I don't even know what it's for in some cases. Or sometimes I ask for something specific, and then I'll just get a download, and I'll just start sketching it out and asking for more details until I get it done. It's amazing. <laughs> it, it blows my mind even as it's still happening, and I've been doing this now for almost um I think 17 years, something like that. (laughs) Beautiful. Okay, so can you describe that process of, because we can, this is wonderful how you help people. Um, Your skills is something that you tapped into. So can you share how uh, you recognized to surrender? Let's talk a little bit about it because you did surrender. You, You were in the corporate world. You were a millionaire. And you surrendered to this. And this is, 
your higher calling. This is uh, the work of your heart. And when you got these downloads, you know, you said you got 60 images and you downloaded them all at once. What was that? What did it feel like? And how did you recognize that something was coming through so that you could take the time out to channel them forth? Well, first of all, um, the medical intuitive said to me like a day before that I needed to start drawing those images. So that Mm -hmm. was, to me, a sign from spirit when all of a sudden I started seeing all these images. Um, So I basically grabbed a pen and paper and just started drawing them. And I kept asking questions like, is there a color to it? And I'd hear yes, and I'd say, what color? And they'd say, and Spirit would say, we'll tell you that later. So the first 60 images were just sketches. Mm-hmm. And then I'd say, well, what is this image for? And I would hear, we'll tell you later. So, again, it was very frustrating, actually, that first day, because I ended up with 60 images, and I had no idea what any of them were for, and I was told they were all going to be colored before I was done. And then as the process continued, I was guided to pick one up and then my show and how to color it and what to do and what it was for. And the chakra opening was one of the first ones. Actually, the very first one was called Love and Trust, which was all about trusting the process that was about to happen. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, and that was really important because um, I was very left-brained, computer deep person prior to that, okay, Mm -hmm. prior to this all happening. So it was very important for me to get into that energy of just trusting what was was going to happen and what was happening. Um, So it was several weeks before I got probably 10 or 15 of them colored, and there, you know, it was months before all of them were. And I've downloaded now well over 500 different symbols. Wow, that's excellent. Okay. Well, I want to take a moment now and talk about how people can work with these symbols. And you've got a program that you've created. It is in your special offer that you have available for us. And it's um, it's a beautiful package, and there's some symbols in that. So how would people work with that? Because you'd all, you also consult directly with them on specific issues that they're going through, right? Right. I can work with people on specific issues. What I like people to start with is to get a basic, um, basic, the basic program, the Art of Healing program that's included in the package. It's really all about starting to work with the chakras and understanding their relationship. Like I said, I can help people you know, with a particular issue. But if we don't work with the underlying cause and we don't work with the beliefs and changing those beliefs and so on, you're not going to get the same results. Well, this program has symbols in it specifically to work with underlying emotions, understanding the chakras and working with individual chakras. So in addition to that chakra opening and balancing symbol, there's one for every individual chakra. So if you need to spend more time focused on a specific chakra. Uh, There is a process in that program that teaches people how to change a belief in one session. Not Mm -hmm. 21 days, twice a day, all the things I did way back when. Because I knew people were busy and I kept asking Spirit, 
can we do this faster? Is there an easier way? And I have a pair of symbols, one which is about getting to the underlying beliefs, uh, which is called straight path, the core beliefs. Mm-hmm. And then the second one is belief transformation. <clears throat> and there's a whole process that you go through with those two symbols. And the one of the big keys is learning how to get to the core belief. And what I mean by core belief is, I, I'll use my own example. For years I worked on self-love and self-esteem and self-worth and then failed a muscle check when somebody asked me what I'd healed and I said self-love and the muscle check uh, <laughs> arm went straight down when we checked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and meaning meaning she didn't further, have self-love, right? Me. It was oh, for me, you. yeah, the, uh, myself, mm. even though I thought I'd healed everything there. Uh-huh. When we checked to see it, my literally, it came, my arm went down saying, no, you still don't believe you love yourself. Mm-hmm. And what we found was I had an underlying belief that God would punish me if I loved myself. Oh. So all the affirmations and all this work I had done had helped, but underlying it was this little thing saying, really, you want to love yourself? God's going to punish you. Are you sure you want to do this? So when I worked on that and bridged forward from that belief, then I cleared the whole thing up, and it made a huge difference. And I find a lot of people have beliefs that they aren't aware of that's way deeper than where they're working. So often we don't worry. We know like it's a self-love issue, so we start with I love myself or I love myself unconditionally, which I work with people we don't use unconditional. It's total and complete love and things like that too. So be sure the statements are as positive as we possibly can. Uh, So the program teaches people how to do those pieces so that they have a baseline to work with. So then if they want to work with me, which is part of this package of 50% discount for them to work with me, um, then we go work on that specific issue, and we have and I have symbols for, like I said, over 500 different things. So mm-hmm. we would then work and look at, okay, what are the underlying beliefs? The other piece is, even though there are symbols that help people get to the core beliefs, and I even have one to remove blocks from getting there, sometimes we just have our own barriers to seeing it. We need someone else to work with just to help us actually see what what we don't want to see. We're trying not to see because we're a little scared because it can be scary at times to see those kinds of things for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So when you looked at that underlying belief system, BS, I call it BS, <laughs> these belief <laughs> systems, <laughs> What did you find that was the cause of that belief system? Did that come from when you were a little girl of, you know, if you loved yourself, you'd be punished by God? I believe it was probably my interpretation as a child. I was brought up Catholic, Mm -hmm. and I believe it was my interpretation of something one of the priests or nuns said at some point. Mm -hmm. I don't believe that they ever actually taught us that. But so often we take in knowledge and we have our own version of what we heard. And so I don't think the nuns or the priests ever said it that way, but for some reason 
that was my interpretation of whatever it was they said. Yep, that's all that matters, right? Yep, right. you believed right. it. This is the power of belief. Okay, so these symbols, these two symbols that you have uh, that people can work with in this package, there's 26 Christographs, symbols that you've used that you're including here. But then these two symbols, they can be used to get to the root of any belief system, any yes. and all, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's one that's called Straight Path to Core Beliefs, and then there's one that's called Removing Blocks. And actually, it, the Removing Blocks one came because a student was really struggling with the Straight Path to Core Beliefs during the class. And I went into meditation and asked if there was something to help, and that's when the other one came. And so she actually worked with it for a week, and she ended up getting like six pages of very ugly beliefs she had about herself that she mm. hadn't seen before, had no idea that she had. And then I've had other people say the same thing since. So that one, if you're really feeling stuck, you go to the next level and use that one. Yes, okay, that's transformational work to really dig into these belief systems, the BS of life, and just get yes. real. So that's really powerful. I like the BS of life. <laughs> yeah, the BS of life, the belief systems, right? And it's like, like you just it. don't take it too seriously and just have an open mind. And, you know, would you say through this process that the awareness, of a belief system, however it presents itself, is actually about 75% of the work. Oh, yeah. The awareness right? of our beliefs and then the other piece is the amount we bury our feelings and emotions. All too mm. often, especially guys in this case, but it happens with women too, all too often we are told we're not supposed to... Um, show our emotions and, and you know, right. big, big girls don't cry, big boys don't cry, all that kind of stuff. And the truth is we're burying things that are going to cause us major health issues. I'm going to use a, a story. I had a woman that worked with me. Now, my father had died of cancer, and I'd always, I had, my understanding from Louise Hay's work and so on was cancer was anger eating away at yourself. My father was very angry, so I said, that makes mm-hmm. sense. So I'm mm-hmm. working with this woman, and she's like the happiest person on the planet. She's always fun at work and always having fun with everybody, and she ends up with breast cancer. And I'm sitting there scratching my head saying, okay, this doesn't make any sense whatsoever. And a few weeks before she passed, I was visiting her, and it was like the exorcist. All of a sudden, she was just spewing all this ugly anger she had kept within herself for years and years and years. And I sat there in total amazement and felt how awful it was that I hadn't suggested something to her earlier that might have saved her life. Mm. She'd have been able to release that much sooner. But um, it really, because I experienced that, really made me realize how important it is for us to really look at what feelings do we have, what emotions do we have that we have suppressed that are inside of us that are causing us major health challenges. Mm-hmm. 
Yes, thank you for that. And it really fueled your passion to get this out to the world. And again, you know, if if that was the lesson, what a beautiful lesson. And we actually thank her. I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about that. But what a beautiful gift that you can bring to the world. You know, there's a question here. Is this quantum healing? And I would say absolutely it is quantum healing. Would you agree? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is a realm we cannot understand, but you followed your guidance. And, right. you know, this is, I mean, have you identified it as your angelic team or beings who are assisting you? Um, there are beings that assist me. I don't I don't tune into like what group of beings or any of that because I actually think it's multiple groups depending on what it is I'm working yeah. with and at the time. And I like to just say source. <laughs> source. So yes. I, I that's mm-hmm. the way I look at it and um because part of it for me is I don't want people to get hung up on, oh, well, it's from Pleiades or it's from this group or that group, because it right. doesn't matter. It's from a higher source than we are. And that's what makes it quantum. Yes. Right. Okay. Right. And the healing effect that can, can come from it. All right. So this is a really good tool for people to use. Um And it is these emotions, right, that love and trust and getting to these beliefs and really dismantling them. I want to go to a question and present Missy's question to you um, because there's many who feel this way. And so for anyone in any shape or form that gets a no when it comes to muscle testing for self-love, again, we talk about this so much. Um, You know, there's some who say, when am I going to meet my soulmate or my twin flame? And it's like, um, is that disempowering us? Are we able to love ourselves so much that we can really be comfortable with ourselves? Right? That's one aspect mm-hmm. of the equation. And then I want to present Missy's question, which says, she gets a big no on loving myself. She said, so sad, I want to change that. Why do I not love myself? It seems so deep. Can it really truly be healed and how do the symbols do this? So the first answer is yes, it can absolutely truly be healed. And the biggest key here is to dig deep enough to understand what is the core belief like mine that was God would punish me that is keeping you from loving yourself. And that's really the the piece that I would encourage Missy to look at and, and work with is to dig as deep as she can to find what that underlying belief is. And one of the ways to do that would be with the straight path to core belief and removing blocks to get to it. And then the other piece is muscle check as you go. So um, ask, ask a simple question like, I desire to love myself, and see if you even get a yes for that. I deserve to love myself. See if you get a yes for that. And if you don't even desire it, and remember this isn't on a conscious level we're talking, on a subconscious level. This is So if you don't even desire it, then there's something below that that's keeping you from loving yourself. You think it's wrong to love yourself. Something else is going on. Mm-hmm. 
All right. So the muscle testing, um, can you assist people in how they could test themselves? Or, you know, I go to a chiropractor every week and I, I often throw some questions at him to muscle test because it seems so real. He finds things that I don't even ask about, actually, especially right. wounds of the heart. It's amazing. He's like, mm-hmm. okay, what's going on in your heart? But is there a way that people can do this if they don't have someone that they can go to? So a couple things. First of all, in the course that's included in the package, I teach muscle checking, and I teach how to do it on yourself. I don't just teach one method. I believe it's five or six different methods, okay? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The other piece, though, and this isn't actually in the course, but um, some on my blog, and it's something I've been adding to, adding to some of my materials, and that is doing what I call blind muscle checking. And what that means is write down all the possible answers and muscle check it by shuffling them all having them turned upside down, so write them all like on little five, three-by-five cards or whatever. It's all the same size pieces of paper, okay? Mm-hmm. Shuffle them and then muscle and check to see which one is true. And if you need to, like if you get multiples that are true, then ask uh, on a scale of one to ten, is this really true or not as true? So ten being very, very strong and one being, yes, yeah, a bit of an impact, but it's not and try to find things that way. If you don't like muscle checking, which some people have a problem with, use a pendulum and do the same thing. A pendulum. I don't how to use a pendulum, but I, I <laughs> use one occasionally myself. If I think I'm getting in, if my head's getting in the way, I'll use mm-hmm. a pendulum and do it. And I'll still use the blind testing method. Yes, that's pretty cool. Okay, it's almost kind of like oracle cards for yourself. You know, when you go to pick an oracle card source, the higher spirit is actually guiding you to pick the right one. So that's great. And a pendulum. We've had someone ask about the pendulum. And so, yes, that's a beautiful tool to use. I always uh, have a couple of pendulums around me. It's funny. Um, But, yeah, this is tuning into our inner compass with these tools. So. Wow, that's wonderful. The other thing I really encourage people to make sure they do when they start, and the only time you don't do this is when you're checking to see if a chakra is shut down. But when you're checking for anything else, get your chakras open before you start. Make sure you drink some water before you start. And no caffeine and no alcohol within a few hours of doing muscle checking. Okay. It does affect the results. (laughs) And so for those, give us a tip. There's, a, there's many ways to open your chakras, but uh, you've, you said you've got the one card, the one symbol that actually will do that for us, right? Yes, 20 seconds. You just hold the card and it'll, it'll open them for you. Um, you don't have that. You can do a quick guided visualization. I br- bring in golden light from the top of my head all the way through my body. And then mm. I breathe in each of the colors in the seven areas of the body. And Beautiful. that takes me like a minute and a half to two minutes to do. Mm-hmm. So red at the root base of the spine, orange just below the belly button for the sacral, yellow is solar plexus, um, center of the chest is your heart, that's green, throat is blue, forehead, third eye is purple or violet, 
and then the crown chakra is white. So all I do is intend that they're being energized with the correct colors of energy and that the energy is connecting with each other as I do it. Yes, beautiful. Okay, all right. Wonderful tool. All right, so then these glyphs, these these Christographs and these symbols that you're using, we have a question um, coming in on some various issues here. So there's Char in London, and Char says, loss of one tooth has severely impacted the gum surrounding the next tooth, an incisor. And although the tooth is healthy, it has moved and the gum has receded uh, to reveal the root. Um, do you think this will help her? Um, I actually have an entire uh, book in addition to the kit. Of course, the kit, what, what we're talking about on the special here, teaches you the basic background. Then you want to get to what is uh, teeth and gums. And right this moment, I'm not getting clear on what that is. But I have a whole book on healthy teeth and gums because I had tooth problems for a while. Mm -hmm. And uh, so there's additional symbols for that as well um, that I would recommend once she got working with the other. And uh, I've actually had some, I had a dentist tell me I needed $1,600 worth of laser treatment on my gums. I did the work on my gums. I've had other people do the same thing. And uh, I went to another dentist and they're like, your gums are so healthy. I can't believe how healthy they are. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. Yes, yeah. again, so, living proof. It's wonderful. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it is that you know we we are such powerful beings if we own our power, and I think that's really key. And part of the reason I teach the way I do is. I don't want people to become dependent on me because we all have our own innate healing powers. Mm -hmm. So having the tools to use to help you can help be, is necessary. But I really believe we have our own inner healer. Then we just use the tools that are working with, for us to help. Beautiful. And so, again, um, your kit, your special offer, has that seven-part art of healing program and so those are each about 90 minutes in an mp3 right. and they have a a course handout and then there's 26 christograph symbols and you also include transcripts of those classes so when right. people go through those classes would you recommend that they do it like one a day or at their own pace because that's a lot of information that's really handy yeah I recommend you do about one a week and a week. that you actually do integrate what you learn in each of the seven seven uh, courses. Um, you can do it faster if you feel comfortable doing it, but what I find for most people is you really want to work with it, integrate what you've learned, and then take it to the next step. And so the Christographs, the symbols that you include, People are working with those in the course, right? In the course, yeah. Each uh, throughout the entire course, you're basically learning uh, how to dig deeper into the underlying emotions that are going on for you. Everybody picks what you know as you're working with it. You pick what you need to work on now. And mm -hmm. I actually recommend in the 
in the course that you pick up a copy of Louise's book, um, Heal Your Body, because it's got, like, as an example, the person that was asking about gum problems, I just grabbed this on the book, inability mm-hmm. to, pick up, to back up decisions. Mm. And you're wishy-washy about your life. I don't take these verbatim. I look at this, and then I tune in and say, does this resonate? Is there more? Um, and then sit with it, journal about it. And that's what I recommend to my students as we're going through the whole thing, that you're actually journaling about what is what do you resonate with when you read these these different things and the tools that people have provided. Mm-hmm. Like like Louise's book. Yes, what a beautiful book that is. There's even a DVD on it as well. Uh, all right. of it is just so great. I know that has just done tremendous work for many families out there and people who care for loved ones, and so that's wonderful. Okay, well, we hope that helps, Char, with your teeth issues, your decision-making. Let us know if that resonates with you in any way. Okay, and so I want to move on to another item in your special offer because this is the Ho'oponopono, and this is healing support with you. You're a certified practitioner, and you're offering a clearing, a crystograph clearing, and personalized Ho'oponopono. Right. So in this case, um, each of the students that purchase the package will submit what they would like me to work on that's going on in their life. So I want them to write a paragraph about what's going on, one to two paragraphs about what's going on, and then I'll tune in to what I resonate with that needs to be cleared. And I'll do Ho'oponopono every day for two weeks. At the end of that time, I will have tuned into what Christograph will help them, and I actually will infuse that into the photo they submit and send them back their photo so they can keep their photo with the Christograph infused into it. So it will help to carry the energy to continue the clearing process. Okay, that's wonderful. That's really a very special, unique item. What a custom healing piece that is. Yeah. So Ho'oponopono is based on the idea that within me, if you come to me with something, I immediately need to look at what else, what's going on within me because I wouldn't have it other, I wouldn't have received the question or the mm-hmm. issue. And so I'm actually doing the clearing within myself to help clear within you as well. So that's how that works. Yes, beautiful. And again, it's wonderful to have the support of a practitioner on our side with that. Okay, very cool. Great. All right, and there's some other items in your special offer. Let's go over it. You've got some affirmations, feedback of affirmations. So this is the reprogramming of those belief systems. Right. So once they go through the section on the course where they're working on a particular area and they've written out what they think of the positive affirmations, uh, they can submit them to me, and I will actually personally review them and give them feedback, because what I find is so many people have been taught to use effortless and limitless and unconditional and all those things, and yet there are more positive words we can use that make the changes happen faster. So unconditional love is one that I hear a lot. Mm-hmm. And I don't use that. It's total and complete love. 
I love myself totally and completely. Mm. And if you listen to that and you feel into it, you'll notice how much better it feels. Our subconscious mind isn't thinking about conditional. <laughs> yes, <laughs> right? Conditional, right? Yeah, it doesn't really or, get unconditional, right? Right, or effortlessly, okay? You put the word effort right in front of the, on, on the subconscious mind. And there are much, you know, easily and frequently and, you know, all of those kinds of things. So I teach people to really look at that, but then I review the affirmations and give them feedback before they start actually doing the belief replacement process so that they've got really good, strong affirmations. Mm-hmm. Again, that's powerful, too. Ones that we can really hook our heart around, right? Meld our heart around. Yes. Right. Okay. All right. And then your self-love ebook. Mm-hmm. So as we've talked about, self-love is really, in my opinion, it's one of the biggest keys to the whole healing process. And although I teach a lot about self-love in the course, um, this ebook just includes more healing around self-love, and there's actually a self-love symbol. <laughs> So that's included along with some other symbols. I can't remember exactly how many symbols are in that book, but there's probably three or four new ones in that book besides what's in the course itself. Okay, beautiful. All right. And then you've got, um, we'll let our listeners go check that out. You've got a 50% off for a private uh, consultation and then some other items. I'll just let you share on more of some of those other items, and then we'll take some questions. Okay. So um, Preventing and Overcoming Seven Causes of Illness is an audio program that really just talks about more in-depth of what, what you and I have talked about and really getting into what are some of the causes and, and getting deeper in the chakras and that type of thing. And then there is uh, a chakra opening and balancing meditation in a couple different formats. And then I've created some Ho'oponopono subliminals. So literally, you're playing the Ho'oponopono prayer, but it's subliminal. So all you're hearing is some music, but it's clearing all the time for you. And Mm -hmm. I I, sometimes I play that in the background all day long (laughs) if I've got something going on. And then I've also included some specific um, energy infused for total health, and that's subliminals. There's nine different ones. And the reason there's nine different ones is some people don't like me saying I love myself totally and completely because they don't like that because it sounds like I love myself instead of them. So there's different versions, and you can select what feels right to you at the time. And the same with the self-love subliminals that are included as well. Okay, so those are actually, those are very cool because those include, those are the audios that include the Christograph energy within them. So that's pretty cool. One for total health and one for infused, energy infused self-love. Okay, perfect. I love how you, yeah. the energy of the symbols right into it as I create it. Mm-hmm. And the subliminal messaging, they get all the affirmations. They get to pick which ones they feel they want to work with at the time, and it's all in my voice. 
and it's all in your voice. And so what I love, you know, how this works is it, it, it literally is encoded in the recording. And we know that in sound healing, the intention is carried on the music or the sound or even the sound of your voice. And that is very powerful. So that's what makes these extra special. I love those. Thank mm-hmm. you. You're welcome. Okay. And yet they don't. They can play it in the background, and they don't hear me talking because it really is totally subliminal. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. I love that. Well, thank you. That special offer is available at acoustichealth.com/specialoffers/crystalia. So uh, check that out. Okay, we have time for some questions coming in, and I'm going to go to Santa Monica, California, phone caller ending 5589. I believe this is Marie. Hi. Hi. Hi, Lauren. It is Maria. How are you? Hi, Maria. Hi. (laughs) Did you have a question for Cristalia? Yes, I do. So many just came across, but... Mine is, um, again, a poor belief that I'm not not even aware of, that I was born with. And I don't know what it is to even work on it. But um, I know it has to do with the feminine and the steps I would go through to uncover that and what would work best. Because I've tried everything. It's my sacral, like, to create something new. And also to get intuition through my higher chakras cleared so I could receive and download what it is I'm I'm here to do. Does that make sense? It's like my the right side of my body is um blocked in some way that I receive information but I can't distribute it. And it's also blocking me in my personal life, obviously, but it was very interesting when I heard that. It was to do with um, my sacral chakra and my third eye. and I'm just at a at a loss of what that belief is and how to go about untangling it. This is very so, interesting what you what you what you do. Yeah, so I think it would be really key for you to work with the package and use the specific ones straight past the core beliefs and the uh, removing blocks. The other piece that I get for you is that you'll really want to work on where there's some kind of a fear. I suspect that in a previous lifetime, either you or an ancestor, I can't, I'm not sure which, has already died by trying to bring whatever this gift is to the world. And yes, so you you're carrying that fear is what I'm what what I'm getting. That's what's downloading to me to say to you is you're carrying that fear. And what you need to do is get as clear as you can, journal about it and just keep asking and clearing and asking more until you get some very deep clarity as to what exactly happen, not so that you can get caught up in what happened, but so you can clear it and know this is a different time and that you are safe. And that I am safe. Yeah, I know. I was told that it was maybe even to do with Native Americans. 
Thank you for that. I, I, I think I understand now. Um, yeah, she was, I'm afraid to be seen for some reason. I have no idea why, <laughs> but that, I'm sure that's what it is. Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, package You're very welcome. Yeah, I, I'm sorry, what? What package would you recommend for me to, to work with? Um, the One special of offer package that we're talking about here would be the place I would okay. get started with. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Maria. You know, the core beliefs there, it, it's just very yeah. powerful. Um, you are so similar to many of us, right? Many light workers are scared to be seen. So you can get to the root of that. And, you know, it's so beautiful and empowering when we clear that and we fill it with this beautiful work that we're here to do. So good luck with that. Thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, good luck Maureen. with that. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks, Maria. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. thanks. All right. Uh, let's see. I have a question here coming in from oh Randy. Hi, Randy. Randy sends a good, a good message. He says, she has helped me at least three times over the years, I believe. That's wonderful. Thanks, Randy. Yay, thank um, you. I'm glad, I'm glad yeah. Melly. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Missy said yes. Um, she does desire and deserve. So um, that resonated with her. And Melly says, I have an issue with giving my power away to everyone, like a belief that I always come second or even last. Where did I create that belief? I feel less than others. I'm super sensitive and very loving, so I guess I'm really screwed up not taking care of me. And it gets back to what is the underlying core belief about herself that is doesn't feel like she deserves to be loved. So, Nellie, I'd really look at those underlying core beliefs. Where in your childhood did you take on the belief that you weren't worthy, that everybody else was more important? And I'm getting everybody else is more important in her case. So Mm -hmm. um, really look at that very carefully. Dig as deep as you can. And you may, you're going to, I sense you're going to touch some really deep emotional stuff that you've probably hidden away from yourself for your entire adulthood, if not a big part of your childhood. Mm-hmm. So be bold as you take that deep dive within. Get mm-hmm. to the core. Get to the core. Use these tools. And again, Cristalia is here to work with you on that as well. Right. All right. right. Mm-hmm. Here's a question from Melissa. Melissa says, I recently fractured my ankle. Now, both of them. Any reason I have ankle issues? Also, I have serious spinal issues, which is making healing very touchy around my ankle. I'm very uncomfortable having muscle spasms all over my body. Can this be incorporated into my healing? It most definitely can be incorporated into your healing. I would say that the the the, the nerve things she's describing are probably part of the healing process, and I sense it's nothing to be concerned about. It's 
probably uncomfortable during this time of healing. I had a similar experience during healing my broken leg that I had recently, and I'm finding that as the healing happens longer and longer, the more of it, the more the less of that I get. So I think that's almost part of the natural healing process. As far as ankles go, um, I'd really start looking at uh, any guilt you're feeling about life and or any area of your life that you're feeling that you don't want to be flexible with somebody else or even with yourself you're not being as flexible as you could be and you're you're trying to hold too much of this has to be this way is what I'm getting. So I'd look at those issues as well so that you can stop this pattern of injuring your ankles. Um, and uh Mm, hold on one second. I getting something else is coming to here. Um, and you may also want to look at something around authority. And I'm not sure what that is, but like someone else is may, maybe giving your your feeling a pushback, uh, or you're pushing back against authority. Maybe you're rebelling against it. Something there as well um, that may be going on as well. So the, that may be part of what you're also sensing or having creating here. Uh, make sure you work with the root chakra to keep that opened. Uh, most people don't think about that, but the root takes care of all of our lower extremities there. So, um, And mm-hmm. where is it you're afraid of moving forward? That would be the other question I'd be asking myself. Mm. Okay. Well, Melly, if you want to respond to that, where are you afraid of moving forward? Actually, hold on. I think that was Melissa. Excuse me. Melissa, where are you um, um, having issues moving forward? We'd be interested to know. Okay. Well, also, here's a question from Angela. Can the Christographs heal someone with advanced macular degeneration disease? Um, I believe they can, but again, it's not just the Christographs, it's also the person tuning in and clearing and healing all their underlying emotions and mm. beliefs as well. So I have one symbol as an example that's called the healthy eye symbol that a lot of people have had a lot of good success with. And I've also seen people get great success and then revert back because they really didn't dig deep enough to do the healing work. When it comes to eyes and I'd, the first thing that comes to my mind always is, what is it that's going on in your life you don't want to see? Mm. Mm-hmm. What is it you're trying to block out of your consciousness? Um, not not physically see, in other words, um, that you're you're trying to hide from, that you're not wanting to look at, etc. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the. There's 26 glyphs that come, and and there's others in the other items that you have in your special offer, but those 26 glyphs, is that a really great starter 
package then that really gets people off on where they need to make some transformation? Yeah, that's the area where we actually do the belief stuff. We do the chakra work, and we do all the work. You learn how to work with all the emotions and tune into what which emotion or feeling needs to be cleared. Um, work with fear, uh, anger, guilt, uh, abandonment. There's, I can't remember every single one in there, but that gives you an idea of the different ones. There is also forgiveness work, which is another really big key. We didn't talk about the importance of forgiving not only others, which is what most of us think we have to forgive others, but far more importantly is forgiving ourselves. And so Mm -hmm. there's a big component of the course that really gets into that as well because that's a big part of the healing journey. Yes, and sometimes that piece of forgiveness is, is a big challenge for someone who's gone through some heavy-duty stuff, heavy, heavy yes. duty. But this is really yeah. a very powerful tool, that forgiveness is absolutely key as well. Forgiveness and self-love, yes. Yeah, it really is. Um, and I'll tell you a quick story. I was beat up by a fellow years ago and stabbed with one of my kitchen knives. Oh, my and, goodness. Wow. And I really had to, you know, obviously I was very angry and there was a lot of stuff going on mm-hmm. and so on and when I finally got to the point where I could forgive him to the point of seeing him in front of me not not talking to the person of course but seeing him in front of me and a guy did like well I'm closed got my eyes closed and actually send him love and thank him because I couldn't help people that had been abused without understanding what it was like to be abused and when I did that, when I could do that, that's when I knew I'd really healed the issues that were related to that, and I had really forgiven him. And then I had to work on forgiving myself for putting myself in that situation. And, mm-hmm. you know, there's nothing saying mm-hmm. that it was right for him to beat me up or stab me, but um, there's two components to it we put ourselves in situations that made us vulnerable, too. So um, I had to do all of that work in order to really heal it. And it's really, to me, as much as important as self-love is. And I think it's the key to self-love is to be able to really look at ourselves honestly and and our situations and what we've created because we are co-creators in everything that we do. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love that story. Yes. I have to share a quick story here. Uh, One of my guests on my show, Rick Paris, he was actually hit by two cars and Mm -hmm. was dead for 20 minutes. And in that journey, he said he had to forgive himself for getting into that situation. And he came, not only did he come back into his body, this story goes much deeper than I'm presenting here, but he didn't take the diagnosis from the doctors. He said, just tell me what I need to know. Uh, don't give me your judgment about it. Uh, and he actually walked out of the hospital the very next day. And it is that forgiveness piece. He had to forgive himself for getting into that situation. So that's the right. power of that. I mean, that's a miracle story. And this is, is case in point. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Thank you for sharing that. That's so important. And I think so often 
I have lots of clients they'll tell me, well, I can never forgive that person, the other person. And I'm like, you're giving your power to them by not forgiving them. Not hurting them. <laughs> the only person um, you're hurting by not forgiving the other person or yourself is you. Mm-hmm. Yes. The power of forgiveness. It's an energy that we're just calling back into ourselves. Mm-hmm. Right. Beautiful. Okay, uh, let's see. I'd like to see if we have another question. Uh, we have time for one more phone caller. This one is a cell phone from Burns Lake, B.C. Hi, caller. You're unmuted. What's your name, please? Marianne. Hi, Marianne. Hi. Um, I was going to ask, um, I've find myself getting injured um, while I'm helping others. So I, I think that's a belief that I have about sacrificing. And um, I would like to know what I could do to heal that program and let it go. Um, yeah, I would agree that that's a belief. And I'd say it's a belief primarily based on the interesting I'm getting based on self love but more based on a fear that a fear that you're going to be abandoned by others if you don't just give, give, give of yourself and then you end up getting injured in the process. So I would actually work on that really go deep and find what that fear is related to. That you somehow have this fear that they're going to not care about you if you don't help them. And so you abandon your own needs and your own self-love in order to, and give all your power basically to other people through this fear. That's what I'm getting. So it's where I would start looking. Okay. So how can I um, clear that? Um all of that is taught in the special offer course that we're doing here um, today. In, and you'll really learn how to tune into the forgiveness, what kinds of, and there's tools in there to learn to forgive. Um, also tools for helping you get all the way down to the core belief that is related to that fear, because I suspect there's, it's even deeper. Like there's something happened in your childhood that caused you to feel that you weren't good enough and you had to give, 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 and not receive. And so as you work through the course, you'll learn different tools. And then if you still need additional help, once you start to get some clarity, you can certainly also use the coupon to get 50% off on a, on a session as well, if that would take you further. I like to have people work through the work themselves first, use the tools, because I think most people get to the stuff on their own. And I'm try I, my my net website is called Empowered Spirit because I'm all about empowering people to find your own inner healer. Okay. Mm -hmm. Does that Thank answer you. your question? Yeah. Okay. Beautiful. Okay, Marianne, happy clearing on some of those BS systems, girl. <laughs> 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 uh, 
All right. Thanks for your call. Thanks. All right. Okay. So, you know, it's a great course. Uh, Over 10 hours of tools to help you dive deep and clear these issues. This is the deep work that you do on yourself. And Crystalia is here to help you as well. So you can use the power of these symbols and all of her teachings and trainings and the tools that are there for you. All right. Well, Crystalia, as we say goodbye today, I would like you to talk a little bit about um, the empaths not wanting to be seen. There is Claire, who's joining us on our show today, that says she remembers an interview with you years ago where you spoke about not wanting to be seen um, or this issue of people not wanting to be seen, and you called it the empath's cloak of invisibility. Can you share a little bit more about this and how we can really, like, move past that one? Well, I think, again, it gets back to, first of all, learning how to trust the inner guidance that we receive from spirit. So the love and trust symbol helps with that one. Um, And then the other piece is, I literally have a symbol for decloaking ourselves, um, but really tuning into the knowledge and loving ourselves enough to make ourselves visible because we know that by doing so we have a gift we can give to the world as well as to ourselves. Every time I help a person, it's not just about me helping them. It's a gift for me too. (laughs) Um, And so to me, the empath, we struggle because we take on so much if we're not careful. So we have to make sure we have the protection. And But we also have to make sure that we don't cloak ourselves to the point that we don't, we can't be seen. So one of the exercises I like to do with, when I find myself cloaking myself with, before I had the symbol even was, I would stand in for a moment and say, okay, spirit, why am I hiding? And then I would say, okay. Now make myself visible. And mm-hmm. literally I'd have people say, oh, hi, like <laughs> they hadn't seen me there. Uh-huh. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah, so you can do something as simple as that. Literally just you know, visualize and suddenly you're visual, visible to people. But you definitely have to make sure that you are protecting your energy too because so many of us tend to give so much and we're very sensitive so we have to also make sure we're taking care of our own energy as well I yes. hope that answers her question it does thank you very much for that and thank you for this quantum conversation this has been really special uh, your work is very special it's highly energized it comes from the higher realms it was channeled through you it has literally healed you on numerous occasions and that is the beauty of the entire thing and I just want to thank you for again being so bold to make this part of your life mission and to step into it no matter what that takes a lot of courage and we applaud you for it thank you thank you thank you (laughs) 
Awesome. Thank you so much. And again, uh, listeners, thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining us on our YouTube channel. Suzanne, you always do such a great job um, communicating with everybody over there. Thank you for listening on our regular webcast platform. If you would like to take up the offer from Crystalia, it is there for you on this webpage that you're listening to, and we encourage you to check it out and take this deep dive of healing, healing yourself. This is a great gift that you can invest in for yourself, and it's here for you. And thank you, Crystalia, for that, and many, many blessings. Thank you for this quantum conversation. Well, thank you, Lauren. I really appreciate it, and uh, I feel very blessed to be part of it quantum conversations (laughs) (laughs) thanks for coming and we'll talk to you again soon we'll have you back all right thank you okay thank you namaste all right again you can reach Crystalia's special offer right there on the webpage at acoustichealth.com slash special offers slash Crystalia And now it is time to have a little fun and just take a couple of moments and dance our way to the cosmic heart. Enjoy.
This show is dedicated to you and all awakening hearts as we are here to shine our bright light and amplify our love. Access all quantum conversations, special offers from our guests, and online healing retreats by visiting AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and from my sacred heart to yours, I honor your magnificent love and light. We leave you now with music from the universe. Music literally created by the universe as musical notes were assigned to mathematical equations. The result is this beautiful music available at AcousticHealth.com. Namaste. Namaste.